If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, May 1st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the sunshine. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for honeysuckle. When I do my walk around our neighborhood, there is a huge honeysuckle bush. And when I walk by it, I mean, it's like a full block that I can smell it for. It smells so good. How long do those take to grow? Can we plant some of those? Very agricultural now. You are very agricultural now. And I'm not really sure. I just, as I'm saying this out loud though, I am realizing that it is on the property of the house they're about to tear down to make a new road. So I might be losing my honeysuckle. Oh, right across the street? Yeah. Well, let's go dig it up. I mean, it's like the size of your car. Like Uh-oh. I don't I mean it's like huge. Well, can't we isn't there a way? Maybe there's a way, you know. Like people there there's a lot of people on social media who like to talk about taking the pit of an avocado. Yeah. And wrapping it in a paper towel for a week and yes. putting it in your closet. Then you take it out of your closet, you put toothpicks in it, you put it in a glass of water, mm-hmm. and then it mm-hmm. sprouts. Yep. Then what? Then what? You're gonna where you're gonna plant an avocado tree? It won't even grow here, will it? Mm, I have no idea. Doesn't it grow an avocado? It it grows a tree that the avocado grows from. Oh. But in all the stories, all of the social media posts end with the avocado rooting in a glass of water. Then what do you do with it? Yeah, I don't know, but I have seen that before. And I feel like... A lot. It's it, There's a lot of those. It makes it look... Easy to grow produce when I don't think it really is. As well, I guess it depends on your climate, but I feel like Georgia's a little fickle. I just don't think Georgia's a big avocado climate. Yeah. Avocados come from Mexico. And like California. Yeah. Yeah. I mean tomatoes. My dad grew tomatoes every year, cucumbers every year. I think peppers from time to time. We could grow strawberries, maybe. They'd maybe. probably be small. We could grow tomatoes if we wanted to. I don't know how we do that without it getting eaten, though. By who? Anyone. Bugs. Animals. Well, there are things you can put on it that repel bugs. Hmm. And animals, I don't know. You just take your chances. Yeah. Interesting. We are 1,000% in our home projects era. And I include you that in, Jeff. I include you in that, Jeff. Um, Because we have been making home improvements like every single weekend for, I feel like it's been a while now. We, you know, I guess they are home improvements. They are. I painted the, it started with, I painted the trim, all the trim in our house, which was great. And it looked so good. Um, then are we great tenants or terrible tenants? We're amazing. We're the best tenants ever. We rent our house and Jeff to the yard. What if the, what if the woman who owns the house, what if our landlord loves moss? Then we will plant moss for her when then we're, then we're terrible tenants. We painted the whole house, but that was like before we moved in. We, what else have we done? Oh, we pressure washed the back. You did the yard. We, what else have we done to this house? Well, you did that. You pressure washed the driveway and the whole front of the house. I did. And the light fixtures, you know, the, that are outside the front door and then on either side of the garage door. Mm-hmm. Cause they had like spider webs and stuff in them. And one had like an old wasp nest that hasn't been used. Like there's no wasps in there, but every time I walk in the front door, I can see it and it drives me crazy. Yeah. So I'm like micro anxiety, 
But the handling of the micro anxiety is not micro because doing a whole driveway with a pressure washer takes, how long did it take me? Like six hours? Yeah. But it looks really good. If it wasn't therapeutic, we would have hired someone. But. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you enjoyed it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, And I need to do a second pass, but it felt really good. I was a little disappointed because I got up to like shine the, they're like these sconces kind of, that sounds fancy. They're not. They're lights above our garage. And every time I look at them, I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so filthy. And I scrubbed them with a toothbrush and it turns out it's actually not that they're dirty. It's that their sun, the sun has been on one of them so long that it's just faded and changed color. So I don't know if I should like paint them or let it go. let Let that go. Let it go. Let it go. I would let that go. Yeah. Um, I so mean, you can if you want to, but I th- I think, because now you're going to have to take them off, take the glass out. Mm-hmm. And those things are always, stuff like that are always easier to take apart than put back together. Yeah, I was, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I just slide this to the side and take the, you know, slide the glass out. Mm-hmm. Then I'll clean the glass. Then I'll clean this whole thing. I'll put a spray paint on it. Then I'll put it back together. It never goes back to It's like, like moving and painting. Yeah. Like two things that you never are going to think that are going to, two things you never think are going to take as long as they actually take you. Right. You're like, I got this. It's fine. Like the pressure washing thing. I was not expecting to spend six hours to do that, but it looks so good. I even had the neighbors dri- driving by stop and compliment me. They're like, you're doing great. It looks so good. I'm like, thank you for noticing. And we had a little peer pressure because our next door neighbors did their sidewalk mm-hmm. in front of their house and it ended right at the property line. So their sidewalk squares were clean. Ours were not. Yeah. So it was very obvious. It was very obvious at how bad ours were. And now it's very obvious how bad the sidewalks are. Yeah. <laughs> because I only did, I mean, I could go all day, but then when you start on the sidewalk, then where do you stop? You know right. what I mean? So I did not go that far, but it felt so good. And you know what I was thinking? If you people always register for the same stuff, if you are not married yet or you're getting married, register for a pressure washer. It is not a sexy registry or wedding gift, but man, will you use it? We use ours all the time and we love it. Uh, I I went out back and had to cut a branch down that was preventing so the mossiest part of the lawn. I realized when I was paying attention to the sun going over the new grass, just didn't get any sun because there was this low hanging branch. It, it was, you know, branches on trees grow out or grow up. Mm-hmm. This one just seemed to get pushed down. Yeah. By the branches above it. And then there were a couple branches underneath it that were dead. So I went in to trim those and cut all those back. So that was my big project. Now I'm worried. That's obviously something that should have happened before I planted the grass. Mm-hmm. So now I'm worried that because the branches fell on the grass and I had to walk on the grass to the dirt. Yeah. Everything I've read said, oh, it probably didn't hurt it. Because you want the grass seeds to be pushed down in the dirt. Yeah. And we did get rain the day before I did the project, so that so it was it wasn't dusty, right? It was compact, so I think it's going to be fine. But I I was just like I should. That's lesson for next time. Make your son decisions before you do your work. 
Atlanta was the, it was the weekend of Taylor Swift here. We live in Atlanta and she played shows on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I have done, you know, in the past couple of years, a lot of evaluating in my life of, okay, what is worth my time? You know what I mean? And we, Jeff and I talk about it all the time when we do our business stuff, like, is this worth my time? I've talked about it with my therapist. Like some things are not worth the return on investment and that I am so sorry, but that is how I feel about going to the Taylor Swift show. Well, you're not a hard, you're a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. I think the show's probably phenomenal. Yeah. I think it would be a great show. Yes. But it's kind of like a full day commitment. Yes. The getting there, the parking, the tickets are expensive, the parking's expensive. Then you're there and then you're paying for whatever. And you're probably not home till like 12 or one, which, you know, all included. I know, I know on Friday night, there was a two hour wait for Marta. Yeah. Because so many people took Marta. Right. I, I think. I don't know. I don't go downtown enough, but I think that there's just this meet. I mean, I used to do it when I was on the radio or or we, I mean, I didn't, but the traffic reporter did. It just seemed like whenever there is more than one or two events happening in downtown Atlanta, every news station, every radio station talking about the concerts, everybody on the planet is says, take, make sure you take Marta. Don't try. It's going to be a nightmare. They used to do it with Music Midtown. Yeah. Anything. Anything. And it's, to me, it's never been really that bad. Yeah. It's a headache. Right. You're going to be sitting in your car for a while. I personally, unless I'm going to be drinking, I personally get far less frustrated sitting in my own car, driving my own car, than I am stuck in an Uber that's stuck in traffic. Yeah. Um. So they had this these big long wait so Marta and I just I don't know that yeah I just think everybody took Marta because they thought it was Smarta that's the slogan they probably did think it was Smarta and I don't think it is that's my well it's Smarta if you're drinking yeah of course don't drink or drive right right Marta it's Smarta um, but I you know I'm sure it was fantastic everyone has had like life changing experiences at Taylor Swift I get it I was just not feeling like committing like a half a day of life to it. So I don't know. I don't know if we missed out. That being said, if we had been offered tickets, I probably would have talked you into going. Really? It's supposed to be an epic. It's supposed to be just technical wise. Yeah. The stage, the whatever. And she's iconic. Yes, she is. She is. She is iconic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of felt the, the same way I am. There were times that I, when I worked in radio, would have to go to events like that. And poor Jeff, poor Jeff. <laughs> it was such a seriously, because I would have to go to those events and I would. It was such a I knew how many people wanted to be there and it was such a a blessing to have such a cool job. But sometimes I would I would just think I just want to be home. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then I felt crappy for thinking I just want to be home because it's a crappy thing to think when you're whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was watching the news. The other reason I'm kind of glad it's winding down is because I was watching local news and I wanted to hear about some stories that were happening in our neighborhood. And the whole first like 10 minutes of the newscast was about 
Taylor Swift. A Tay Yell. That's what they called it. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think, don't you think Tay T L would have been better? Instead of T L? No. They put Tay yeah. in the middle. They replaced the T in A T L with Tay. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that it should have been Tay T L? Like it just seemed no? Tay T L as opposed to A T L? Yeah. A T L is harder to say. That's true. Tay T L. Yeah, I like that better. Yeah, I totally agree. I went to the grocery store with Ellie this weekend and I met the cutest man and he was there by himself. He told um, me that it was, he was about to turn 97 years old, which I thought was just amazing. And he was so cute and he was there. And what, he had, what were you doing in the Sanka aisle? What were you doing in the polygrip aisle? I was not in the polygrip aisle. What were you doing in the tennis balls for your walker aisle? I was checking out in the self-checkout. What were you doing in the insure aisle? (laughs) And he was rolling his cart and all it had in it was a case of McUltra. Oh, good for him. The bottles. I'm like, yes, sir. And he was, you know, asking the person that mans the- um, Did they cart him? The, they didn't go. Well, no, I think they did because it's self-checkout. You have to type in an ID. So they made won't. him take it out? They made him. I don't know if they made him take it out, but in, he was like, sir, what's your birth date? And so he said it. And he said, I'm turning 97 this month to the guy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. And he said, well, thank you. And I said, do you have any sage words of advice to pass down to anyone else? And he said. Case of Mick Ultra every weekend. No, but that's usually what you hear people say, right? Like I drank a shot of whiskey and a The best are the the women who are 110 years old and they're like, I drank bourbon every day for breakfast. I had a shot of bourbon and on the first of every month, I smoked a cigar. Yeah. (laughs) It's always like the most random, not healthy things ever. Remember your grandma had one for her arthritis. She did. She would soak raisins in gin. And she would have gin raisins every single day. Um, So he said, I do. And I said, what's your advice? And he said, you just got to keep moving. And as someone that has had like struggles the past couple of weeks, and I know a couple of our upsiders have as well with just a really negative headspace, depression, whatever it is. I was like, you know what? That is a really good reminder for me. So it was such a joy meeting him this weekend. I have two questions about chivalry. Yes. Question is your first one. Is it dead? Question number one. I don't know what it is. You didn't think it was funny. You didn't think my joke was funny. How oh, that, long, the, is chivalry dead? Uh, get it. That's what people say. Chivalry. Nope. No takers. Okay. So we volunteered for Ellie's field day on Friday. We were assigned the water balloon station. And before I get to my chivalry question, uh, I would just like to say that God Bless the parents of fifth grade boys. I hope that the Lord puts his hands around you every night and hugs you gently to sleep. (laughs) Or I hope you drink. Fourth grade boys are wild. Oh my goodness. Well, hold on. It's not that they're wild. They're a little, a bit more rambunctious than our daughter. A bit more rambunctious. (laughs) A bit. Oh my gosh. It was... And the teachers, bless them as well. They are I, amazing. And oh. I actually had to ask one of the teachers for help at one point 
first of all, I was like, I think I've lost control. And then they would ask me questions that I don't know how to answer because I just am not used to this, these types of questions. Um, because Ellie's so young that we just aren't there yet. So I'm inexperienced. I'm a rookie. And one of the kids asked me, can I smash my friend with this water balloon? And I was and like, friend was a willing volunteer. Oh yeah, totally. They just wanted to like pound each other with water balloons. <clears throat> and I couldn't think of a reason not to, except for that. I just didn't want them to. I'm like, uh, 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 and well, then, the word, the word smash feels like something an adult should say no to. It does. Can, and I, can I smash my friend? Can I smash my food? Can I smash this drinking glass? Can I smash this car? The answer should be no. But I couldn't think of why. Right. So I was, I mean, they're outside. It's field day. Like, honestly, what do I care? Uh-huh. But I didn't know what the rules were. I didn't know the teacher. And I was like, I think you need to ask your teacher. And I totally threw it on the teacher. But I figure, you know, she has lots of experience. Um, and then at one point I wanted the kids to clean up like water balloons or whatever. So I asked one of the teachers, I was like, Hey, do you have a fun way that we can get the kids to pick up? And she's like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah." And just within two seconds came up with like a super fun game on the fly and made it a competition between the kids about cleaning up and they loved it. It it was just, there was just such a glaring difference between because the groups, the classes, they all came through in classes. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're all co-ed. They're boys and girls. Mm-hmm. But there was just such a incredible energy level difference <laughs> between the fourth and fifth grade boys and the girls. And the younger kids are all the same. Yeah, they they're just, all the same. And it wasn't, by the way, it was a water balloon toss. So they were supposed to start, you know, so the girls would start where they're basically just handing it. Right. You know what I mean? Passing just, it. And then they all both take half a step back and half a step back, half a step back. The boys pass it to each other once and then just chuck it at the other kid's face. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so anyways, so, so. Were you like that? Probably. <laughs> I'm sure I was. Um, so if you are a teacher or a, a, a parent, bless you and best of luck. But here's my chivalry question. Is... At one point, when I wasn't paying attention, two of the women, there were like half a dozen volunteers at each station. So Callie and I were two of the six volunteers, and I was the only dude. I was the only dad. At one point, when I wasn't paying attention, two of the women walked somewhere and came back with a thing of water balloons. Mm -hmm. And... I froze up on whether or not I should have gone to help them because I was the only guy. I didn't want it to be, I didn't want it to come across as, oh, you weak ladies, let me do that for you. Because they were only bringing it 15 feet. Yeah. But then I felt like such a tool after they set it down and I didn't didn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. What should I have done? You should have offered. Like, hey, do you guys need any help? Can I help with that? If they had said, because I would have said that. I mean, I would have done that had I seen it. Two other women, like, hey, do you guys need oh, an extra the, hand? Part of the reason that I um, didn't do it is because I thought you did see it and didn't say anything. Because it wouldn't have been an easy takeover. Mm-hmm. Because it was a p- big plastic tub filled with water and water balloons, yeah. so they would have had to set it down, and then I would have had to pick it up. It would have just, it wouldn't. Wouldn't have been easy, and I thought you did see. So Okay, so I failed that test. Here's the second one. The branches that I cut down in the yard, mm-hmm. I found a phone number on Nextdoor. Yeah. And I found a couple companies that come in the hall, and this one person responded and said, I could be there 
in an hour and I'll do it for 50 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. So sent the address. Um, everything's fine. The truck pulls up. Ellie's all excited because she loves trucks. So the truck pulls up and out pops a 30 year old woman who's definitely in shape, mm-hmm. shorts, T-shirt, and I'm waiting for somebody else to pop out to help her. And she comes around the corner and she's like, am I taking all these? And she's putting her working gloves on. And I was standing on the other side of the yard on the grill getting ready to cook dinner. I'm like, yep, those. And I had a second chivalry debate. I Okay, no, that one, because that's her job and she... Yeah, no, that one, I would say the first one wasn't even, it was chivalry, but it was also like, you're one of the volunteers. So I think no matter what the task is, you should always ask, hey, do you need, do yeah. you need a hand or okay. can I give you a hand or whatever? Yeah, That one, that's her job. And I just thought it was funny. And I made fun of Jeff because he, I said, what are you going to do with these big branches? And he's like, I don't know. I think I got to call somebody to like call him away. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't think I can do this myself. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I come home and there's like the girl my age, like tossing the tree limbs in sure. the backyard. Like it's no deal. And, Jeff, and no big deal. And Jeff is just sitting there like, um, <laughs> I intentionally took Ellie over. To watch her do it because that is a traditional male job. And I didn't say anything like she's doing what boys do or anything like that. But I was like, I don't know. I think this is kind of cool. It is cool. And she hauled him. She could totally kick your butt, by the way. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, yeah, she was. But I so I had no obligation to help. No, her. Right. No, you did not. Okay, so I just stood at the grill and adjusted my apron and let her do all the busy work. Ellie made me a mom. And one of the things I struggle with is to capture everything that I want to tell her about my life and pass it on to her. And I think about ways to do that. But one of them is through StoryWorth. And listen up, because this is a great Mother's Day gift for any mother figure in your life. So StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. This is always something that people regret is not capturing their loved one's stories. So here's what you do. You go to StoryWorth and you get to choose from a huge selection of questions, right? So you'll pick out what questions you want the recipient to get. Once a week for a whole year, StoryWorth is going to email them these prompts and they can fill out. And a lot of times they're questions that maybe you would have never thought to ask, um, or it can feel weird to ask someone a question directly, but you can get these in your StoryWorth. And they might be questions that you have never thought to ask your loved ones. And they'll do that once a week for a year. And then at the end of the year, StoryWorth is going to turn all of those responses into a book. And you can buy as many copies of the book as you want for you and your family to have forever. This is a really amazing service and you do not want to sleep on this. Get those memories and have them forever. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside. You can now save 10% off of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set simply by going to carawayhome.com slash upside 10. That's U-P-S-I-D-E one zero. Caraway 
products are made without any toxic materials like PFAS, PTFE, PFOA, or other hard-to-pronounce chemicals or weird initial things. And their naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide-off-the-pan eggs and easy cleaning. Yes, you can put them in the dishwasher. Yes, they have over 40,000 reviews of the Caraway Kitchen, and now it's it's time to try it for yourself. We have the Caraway frying pan, and it doesn't even go in the cabinet. It just lives on the stove because we use it every single day. It is truly Callie's favorite piece in our kitchen, and she will try to cook anything in it. And it looks brand new because it's so slick on the inside. It's so easy to clean and it's so easy to use. So once again, save 10% by going to carawayhome.com slash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. Deals exclusive to Upside listeners, carawayhome.com slash upside10 or just use upside10 at checkout. Non-toxic cookware made modern. Cozy Earth is a personal luxury brand that offers a variety of bedding, loungewear, and bath products to elevate your life. Now, it's not just to any company. And I say that because there are a lot of companies out there that want to take your money that we work so hard for, and then the products arrive and they can be disappointing. Okay, no, 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 no. Not with Cozy Earth. You are going to be impressed from the second you open the package that you order. They take such pride in their products. The packaging is wonderful. The product is high quality. And here's what's really cool. It comes with a 10-year warranty. That is right. I said 10 years. So if your sheets, something happens to them in 10 years, which by the way, is like forever, you can get a new set. No questions asked. And that is something that I love about Cozy Earth because they stand behind their products and they know that their products are luxury, but they know that they are going to stand the test of time. And they're really proud of them. So they back them up. I love that. And I love the experience of being a Cozy Earth customer. Every step of the way, I know that they care from the time I get the package to their warranty and their return policy. It is a company that I am so proud to support. And once you try your first Cozy Earth product, product. You are never going to go back. Their products are so unbelievably cozy. So the word cozy in their name is definitely fitting. You can get a 40% off discount. Yes, 40% off. That's what they gave the upside. Go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy, C-O-Z-Y, and check out what all of the Cozy Earth hype is all about. I promise you, once you try it, you will never go back. callieandjeff.com slash cozy. I don't think I like store-bought rotisserie chicken. You haven't since I met you, but I don't understand why, because I think they're great. They're easy. They're consistently delicious. I'm either doing something wrong or I'm not understanding how it works. First of all, where are you buying your rotisserie chickens? Grocery stores. I know, but like which one? Because I feel oh, like there's I a difference. I've, I've purchased them everywhere. I bought okay. them at, at, at Kroger. I bought them at Publix. I bought them at Costco. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I have two issues with the rotisserie chicken. One, I see people on social media, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe I shouldn't be comparing myself to these people. But they say, oh, yeah, we went and got a rotisserie chicken and we got four meals out of it, a family of seven. Yeah, no. And am I not carving it right? Or did they accidentally buy a rotisserie goose? Or, or are... Is it like part of the shrinkflation thing where the rotisserie chickens are getting smaller? Because I feel like- No, this has been forever. People forever have said, 
But here's the thing. When I was a kid, if one of my parents brought home a rotisserie chicken, it was enough to feed our family of four. And now I feel like it's like a topper for one salad for me. Like I just feel like so they're that's, definitely smaller. So that's one thing about rotisserie chicken. The other thing is- Because I think to buy, like, because people do it for meal prep, right? To simplify. Yeah. And I think if we were meal prepping for you and I for the whole week for rotisserie chicken, we would have to buy like three chickens. And then the second thing about rotisserie chicken is- it's it is it's meat. It's meat put in a in a bag with a window, set <laughs> set near the deli. Mm-hmm. Who knows when? Mm-hmm. How is that? How are we not dealing with more food poisoning from rotisserie chickens? Well, because it all cooks off, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to trust uh, Weekend of Hot Snakes to the words, I guess. <laughs> I will say, though, Publix, you can actually see their rotisserie thing. Yeah. So if you time it right. Is that real? Can, is that really? Can you really see the rotisserie thing? Or is that one of those super it's fake chickens? high resolutions TVs? You know, like you, Cinnabon used to do that. Cinnabon used to, really? have a, used to have a scent thing that would pump the fresh baked cinnamon roll smell into the mall. The Cinnabon cinnamon rolls are the most delicious. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they still are. I haven't had one in probably a decade. Are so unbelievably good. It's ridiculous. I would go to the mall just for, I can't tell you the last time I was at a mall to, to shop for something. I would go, we should do, we should take Ellie. We should do the Americana tour of foods and we should go to the mall where we eat Panda Express. Mall pretzels. Um, we get a mall pretzel. We get mm-hmm. there. Then we have Panda Express for lunch. Mm-hmm. Then we get a cinnamon bun, cinnamon mm-hmm. bun to eat there. And then uh, we get an original cookie slice to take home. When I was in middle school, and I then, used and then we nap until and Thursday. then we nap. Right, Ellie will be like all hype, like hopped up and ready yeah. to go, and you and I are going to be like. <sighs> Um, I when know. I was in middle school, it, I would always go to Sabaro Pizza. Yep. Because we had a Sabaro. Because yes. like, doesn't every mall come with a Sabaro? Pretty much. Yep. I don't know how they cornered that market, but they definitely did. <laughs> so we got Sabaro. We get Sabaro Pizza and a Cinnabon. Um, I used to joke that you could go to Perimeter Mall, which is a mall in Atlanta near us, and we called it the Chicken Walk. Because there is an unusual number of restaurants that would sample, and it would all be different versions of chicken. <laughs> you could eat your entire lunch. Just like Costco. Circle the food court twice, and you're full. Get a cookie, go home. All right, here are your three random things for today. Callie, I got this one just for you, because we have a book. It's called The Good Night Book. In the front of the book, in Callie's mom's handwriting, is the words Callie Riggs. In cursive, and then what I'm assuming is your old home phone number. It is three five one four zero three seven, and it's so the book. So the book is old, and it's definitely worn. And and we keep an eye on Ellie when she's reading it because we want her to be gentle with it. Because Callie tried to buy it, and it's no longer in print. Mm-mm. So, uh, well, uh, by the way, I'm trying to figure out why because it's such a great book, and part of me is like, is there something disturbing about this book that I'm not aware of? Like what? Like your original night before Christmas where Santa got drunk and Shane smoked cigarettes mm-hmm. in the living yeah. room or whatever. Like clearly that had to be <laughs> updated, but like, what am I missing with the good night book? Um, one, uh, this, this article, uh, on a, on a website for, for parents and women, uh, one important thing to keep from your childhood is your favorite book, because some books that we love and read over and over again are no longer in print. So 
you can set alerts. You can look on eBay, but you should grab a version of it if it's if yours is worse for the wear. Uh, but there's nothing more sweet than passing down your dog-eared books to yes, your kids. I love that. I have to see if my dad still. I have a whole library of. Hardy Boys and Encyclopedia Brown books. Loved those. What's Encyclopedia Brown? They're both m- murder or murder. They're both mystery <laughs> uh, books, like uh-huh. little classroom crimes and stuff. Okay. Probably, I don't know, fifth grade maybe. Okay. Third grade, third, fourth, fifth. What was, there was a female version of the Hardy Boys. Judy Bloom? No. Nope. Ah, Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. That's right. Judy Bloom. I was thinking about her. I think she's been in the press a lot lately. She's got a movie coming out. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay. Are you there, God? It's me, Marg. Um, and your second random thing is, according to Instacart, there is a clear front runner, the number one top selling grocery item. Jeff Dollar, would you like to guess? <laughs> it's probably rotisserie chickens. What? The, it's not rotisserie chickens. What the most popular thing that we have all been ordering on Instacart is, and I think it's probably the same thing that most people get at the grocery store. Uh, I was going to say eggs, but they're so expensive. I feel like people have, um, bread. I don't know. Bananas. It's the most popular grocery store item for 11 years in a row now. And, um, Instacart has now delivered more than 1 billion bananas. I think that, that, I think that's skewed because bananas. Oh no, I guess it's not. I was going to say, when you buy chicken, like you buy chicken breasts, you just buy a pound and a half of chicken breasts, mm-hmm. right? But bananas, you have to specify exactly how many bananas you want. Yeah. So, uh, okay. And your third random thing is uh, a study from the Journal of Occupational Health Psychology says that employees who force themselves to smile and act happy in front of customers and who try to hide how annoyed they are drink more after work (laughs) than those who don't pretend how they feel. So if you are in a customer-facing situation and you're not feeling yourself, maybe for the sake of your liver, it's best just to be honest with them and say, hey, I'm having an off day. I'm not really myself right now, but I'm going to be genuine with you and try to help you. Now, what do you want, you jerk? rather than smile, pretend to be happy, and then get hammered at happy hour. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We love sharing good news with you about our 1022 podcasters and Kelly and Liz from the Carpool Podcast and also known Kelly as the Car Mom. Um, She's launching a wallet today and it's super cool. Jeff got to see it and it is like you can put your um, keys on there and all your cards. And I'm a big fan of like a card wallet. I don't like years ago, I was carrying a huge, big, bulky wallet and then I just can't do it anymore. And it makes like switching purses and stuff like that really difficult. So I switched to a card wallet years ago. And this one is like upgraded. It is like stepping up the card wallet game and it's really awesome. So I'm going to post it on my Instagrams today. And then I think she gave me a code 
that gets you free shipping. I'll have to check on that. But congrats to Kelly and go check out my Instagram to see Kelly's um, wallet. It's seriously something you can throw around your wrist. So it's got like a wristlet thing and different um, places for your cards and it's gorgeous. So congratulations to Kelly. Jeff and Callie, it's Mallory. Oh my goodness, my jaw dropped. My jaw dropped. Jeff, that was hilarious about the Starbucks fake phone call. Okay, so I have a plan. This is my call to action for you to do. I think you should buy people coffee, okay? You're gonna buy them coffee for telling you why they parked in the handicapped spot and record them and then feature it on the show. I would love to hear that. I'm here for it, so I will be on not look out, but I'll be listening. I want to I wanna hear the interviews. Keep it coming. Love you guys. Hey, guys. It's T-Bird. All right. I've been meaning to call about this. The wheelchair, the people parking in the handicap spots that don't need it. There is literally nothing. I don't think there's one single thing in the world that annoys me more. And I have somebody in my life who I am very close with that does that and I'll flat out be like you're disgusting I'll say that to them because I think it's the worst thing you can do it's so disrespectful I've even gone as far as to when I see a car parked in one um, I will stand out there and I'll take a picture of their car and as they're coming out to get into their car I'll pretend that I'm on a, a call with the police, giving them their license plate number. Like, I, it, I, it's the worst thing you can do, in my opinion. I hate it. So let's do this, Jeff. Let's put an end to it. Oh, I'm fired up. Okay, yay. <laughs> Love y'all, bye. Ben Franklin, we study it in first grade, so Jeff, you'll be happy to hear about that. He was an exceptional human being. I don't know about the gratitude journal, though, because in his latter days, he was known as being a reprobate. He really liked his drink, and he liked the ladies. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Dana from North Carolina, and I just wanted to say to Jeff, I appreciate his advocacy for those in wheelchairs. I have a 23-year-old son that is wheelchair-bound, and we actually chose a rear-entry van because of the exact reason that the uh, side entries, there's no accessible parking for him. And even if there's still not accessible parking, and I do see people all the time um, using those parking spaces, and it does, I try to remain um, neutral and thinking that maybe they do have some kind of disability that requires that, but it is um, an issue, and I do appreciate your advocacy. Thank you. Hey, it's Dawn again. I called yesterday. Real quick question. I was just wondering, I had to pause today's episode today about the Starbucks situation. I just wondered why two adults working from home are still buying their coffee at Starbucks. Why don't you guys buy a machine and make your coffee at home? Just seems like a smart choice. That's all. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Tammy. I just wanted to call and pipe in about the potty training. I am a mother of two boys who are now 23 and 19. And um, my first son, we did a method where we had um, a potty. It was out in the living room. We did the naked baby. He sat on the potty while watching TV and all that stuff, all the good praise, all the good, you know, and then my second son came around. We went to do the same kind of pattern, and no, 
know that worked. Every child is different. She will do it on her own. Um, you know, what? I, my mom told me I came to her one day, took off my diaper, and said, I don't want to do this anymore. So just just let, you know, just let her be. She's only two, and she will get it when she's ready. Just give it time. You guys are doing great. Thanks. Bye. But I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff. And then I realized, with gratitude, optimism is sustainable. If you can find something to be grateful for, then you find something to look forward to, and you carry on.